Good morning. It's Friday, November 6th. I'm Lucas Dixon, and here are today's headlines from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Brought to you by Lucky Charms Magical Mission. Take your kids on an interactive, screen-free adventure to bring back the magic with Lucky the Leprechaun. Add some fun to your morning routine as you sing, dance, and meet new magical friends. Available on Alexa, Google Home, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just search Lucky Charms Magical Mission. Our top story. As the race for the White House hung in the balance, Joe Biden pulled within striking distance of President Donald Trump in Georgia as election workers tallied some of the last remaining absentee ballots and anxious voters poured over every update of the count. Just as Trump's margins steadily eroded throughout Thursday, so did U.S. Senator David Perdue's lead over Democrat John Ossoff. The two now appear headed for a January runoff after Purdue's vote total plunged beneath the 50% mark. A Purdue-Ossoff runoff would be the second of Georgia's two nationally-watched Senate races to go into overtime. U.S. Senator Kelly Loeffler and Democrat Raphael Warnock emerged from a 21-candidate special election and will also square off January 5th. Together, the two races could determine which party controls the U.S. Senate. As analysts poured over every newly tallied packet of absentee ballots, the presidential campaign split their attention between Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania, each rated as too close to call. In related news, as former Vice President Joe Biden continued to chip away Thursday at President Donald Trump's narrowing lead in Georgia, Lauren Youngo said she was confident her candidate received the most votes. Trump won, I have no doubt, said Youngo, one of about 100 pro-Trump protesters who gathered Thursday afternoon outside State Farm Arena chanting, Stop the Cheat. Inside, poll workers feverishly counted ballots, most coming from heavily Democratic parts of the state favoring Biden. Youngo, who lives in DeKalb County, said she doesn't trust the process. Georgia is a red state, she said. The truth is President Trump was way ahead. Now they're suddenly finding all these Biden votes. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a Republican, outlined the numerous steps the state is taking to ensure an accurate, complete vote count. Absentee drop boxes were locked at 7 p.m. Tuesday evening, surveillance cameras are in use, and the public is welcome to observe, he said. In other news, the Democratic Party of Georgia has filed a lawsuit against Governor Brian Kemp and members of his staff in connection with 2018 pre-election claims that the party attempted to hack the state's voting registration systems. The claim came two days before the election when Kemp, a Republican, was serving as Georgia's Secretary of State and overseeing his own heated election for governor against Democrat Stacey Abrams. Kemp went on to defeat Abrams by 55,000 votes, a margin of 1.4 percentage points. Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr's office announced 18 months later that it found no evidence of a hack and closed the investigation Kemp had launched. A spokesman for Kemp declined to comment on the lawsuit. In the suit, filed Wednesday, the Democratic Party is asking a court to determine Kemp's office broke the law, require the Secretary of State's office to remove a press release about the hacking accusations from its website, and award the party no more than $20 in damages, a symbolic amount. And finally, the Braves took more economic hits from the coronavirus pandemic in the July through September quarter, according to financial results disclosed Thursday by team owner Liberty Media. With a shortened schedule and no fans in the stands at Truist Park, the Braves' revenue for the third quarter declined 48 percent, 
falling to $110 million from $212 million in the same period last year. We, like many others in the baseball world, suffered a lot from the lack of in-person fans at events. Liberty Media President and CEO Greg Maffei said on a conference call with investment analysts Thursday. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day.